Hello and welcome to Grace in the Marketplace. My name is Tafara Butai. Did you know that God is inside Kairos moments, divine connections, favor, unmerited strength for his children, for the marketplace? I like to call all of this God's grace in the marketplace. And so on this podcast, that's what we're going to be talking about and many other subjects. So let's check out today's podcast. Praise God, praise God. Good evening, everybody. Man, I'm excited to be on here uh, tonight. This is the week of the album launch, and so, man, I'm thrilled. I'm excited. Let's, man, we're going to be dancing to this album uh, on this uh, Saturday, actually, this week. This weekend, Saturday, the 4th of June, this album is going to be out on all streaming services, so Spotify, Amazon, YouTube, uh iTunes, uh, Apple Music, man, wherever music, great, wherever they play great music, they're going to be playing uh, this music. You you actually be able to even add it to your story on Instagram and Facebook and all these different social media uh, platforms. Man, I'm excited. And so that's a quick announcement right there. The album Faithful Father, the album Faithful Father is out this weekend. And this is the cover. And so when you uh, get on there on the social media platforms, look out for uh, Faithful Father by Faith Hill Worship Collective, and uh, you'll be able to pick it up. That's the cover. That's the cover right there that I just put uh, so that you'll be able to identify this album. Now, welcome to Grace in the Marketplace. Yet another episode of Grace in the Marketplace, man. I'm excited um, uh, uh, that we get to do this on a weekly basis. I look forward to this uh, all week. I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, just hanging on, hanging out, hanging out with everybody, learning about the marketplace and how we can take advantage of God's grace for the marketplace. I believe that this was a God assignment. It was a God word when we started with grace in the marketplace. That was, uh, you know, six, seven years ago. And now we are starting to see it come to the front to the forefront of the body of christ man i see a lot of marketplace conferences all over the world everybody is is just catching on the fire and they realize that god wants us to make an impact uh, even in the marketplace so that we can change people's lives and so that's what we do and so last week we started uh, a series we started not a series we started just a teaching uh, that's we've, that we visited talking about how you and I can hear God's voice for the marketplace. And uh, we established a few principles. And, um, you know, I thought it would be great to revisit that and uh, talk about that a little bit more. And so that's what we're going to be doing tonight. Uh, and also just another reminder is that uh, every uh, week we look in our inboxes for questions. So if you have any marketplace-related questions, uh, relationship questions, uh, just life in general questions uh, pertaining to your uh, spiritual walk with the Lord, uh, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, please be sure to send us an email, admin at faithillchurch.co.za, and uh, we'll be able to, uh, 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 we'll attempt to answer, you know, those questions. We don't claim to know everything. We don't have all the answers, but hey, we can together look into God's word and find some answers uh, from God Almighty. He He has all the answers that we need. So we can go into his word and find some answers. So without further ado, uh, we're going to jump into tonight's teaching. And uh, here it is. We walk by faith and not by 
Hello friends, welcome to Faith Hill Church. My name is Tafara Butai, and man, I'm so thrilled that you could join for yet another broadcast of Faith Hill. I'm excited. And uh, a few weeks ago, we started a series talking about one of the most important questions that uh, people, when they get born again, they ask. And uh, the question is, how do you hear God's voice? Or can you hear God's voice? And so last week we talked about, you know, yes, you can hear God's voice. And we're going to read some of those scriptures just to jog your memory. And we also looked at some of the hindrances, why people uh, cannot hear God's voice. And so if you didn't manage to uh, check that out uh, last week, please be sure to visit our website, faithillchurch.co.za, and uh, look for the teaching on hearing the voice of God, part one. And so we looked at John 10, verse 27, and this is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, speaking uh, primarily to his disciples and ultimately to you and I. And this is what he says. He says in uh, John 10, 27, verse 28, is a declaration. He says, my sheep hear my voice. And I know them, and they follow me, and I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Now, this is a, a loaded uh, portion of scripture with regards to hearing God's voice, uh, and it's a bold declaration that Jesus uh, makes without any exception. He says, my sheep, all of them. You know, he says, my sheep hear my voice. He didn't say, you know, when you become a sheep, there's going to be a good chance where you can hear God's voice. No, he says this as a declaration, my sheep hear my voice. And when Jesus says something about you over your life, your job becomes to receive it and believe it. And so Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice. Our job is to say, I'm his sheep, therefore... I can hear God's voice. And when we do that, we activate that over our lives. And so he says, my sheep hear my voice. I know them. They follow me. And I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish. This is the Jesus kind of leadership. The Jesus kind of leadership is, you know, as the shepherd, if you read John chapter number 10, the entire chapter, Jesus is emphasizing how he's the good shepherd. You know, when he says the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, he's talking uh, contextually about how, how and, you know, he's the good shepherd. And he says, yeah, he says, because he's the good shepherd, the way that these shepherds would lead sheep is they would go to the front, not from the back. You know, when you uh, visit, you know, your, 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 your parents, your grandparents in the village, the way they uh, take care of uh, a sheep, uh, not sheep, uh, cattle and all the other animals is to drive them from the back, right? But when it comes to sheep, the way ancient shepherds would take care of sheep was to lead in the front, from the front. They would go to the front and then the sheep would follow the shepherd. And essentially that's what Jesus is saying that, you know, I lead, I go before them. And how does he lead? How does he go before us? With his voice. He speaks his voice. And then when we follow his voice, we are following uh, the leadership of the good shepherd. And he says when we do that, we end up at a destination called eternal life man when we get on that bear boy when we make that decision that we're gonna you know follow jesus's instructions we're gonna follow jesus's leadership the destination is called eternal life that uh, phrase eternal life is is zoe in the greek it's the god kind of living nothing missing and nothing broken and jesus is saying when we follow him we're gonna end up at uh, receiving eternal life <laughs> Man, I want some eternal life. He says we receive eternal life and we will never perish. Praise God. And so listening, uh, we have to listen with the intent to follow. 
not just hearers only uh, but listeners there's a difference between hearing and listening listening psychologically means you have an intent to 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 receive what's being said uh, sometimes you can hear things without listening but listening psychologically means you know you have an, a, a posture uh, that we read over there in the book of proverbs uh, of of where he says my son attend to my words proverbs 420 attend to my words incline thine ear to my sayings that's what we do when we are following on the leadership uh, of jesus and so uh, there's another picture word picture that we see in the book of psalm of how this shepherd would lead if you go to the book of psalm uh, 23 you know it's a popular a verse of scripture psalm 23 and uh for the most part you know we read it at funerals but i'm telling you this this psalm is not for the dead it's it's for the living and this is what the psalm is said in in, in in, in uh, chapter 23 of, of verse 1 and 3 it says the lord which is jesus right it says the lord is my shepherd therefore i shall not want the lord is my shepherd therefore i shall not want i shall not lack anything and he says he makes me to lie down in green pastures he leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And so we see here that while the shepherd is leading from the front, uh, uh, really the reason he would lead from the front was for two reasons. Number one, to bring protection. And number two, to bring provision. And so every time you follow the leadership of Jesus, you're going to have some protection. He says, no one will pluck them out of my hand. And you're also going to have some provision. He says he, he will uh, lead us uh, into a place of green pastures, you know, plush, uh, brand new pastures uh, so that we can uh, partake of those. He says uh, uh, here when he does that, he says he makes us to, to, to lie down in, in this green pasture, which, which means he makes us to rest in his promises. This is God's call for the new covenant. It is for all of us to rest in his promises. We find our peace. We find our sustenance. Uh, uh, in, 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 in his promises. Man, I'm telling you, as a new covenant, you have a better covenant established on better promises. And these promises, man, they, they are the green pastures that we get to rest in. We find our rest in that and not in the news headlines. We find our rest in the promises of God and not in what's going on out in the world. And this is why we have to be established in these promises. We have to know them uh, so that we can rest in them. And he goes on to say that while he's doing that, he, 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 he makes us to, 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 to he leads us be, beside still waters, which is, you know, basically reading his word. He brings us, he gives us his word, you know, so that we can read his word and he restores my soul. In other words, he takes confusion out of my mind. Listen, hearing God's voice is going to help you. Uh, 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 steer away from confusion. Hearing God's voice is going to help you uh, steer away from confusion of mind, will, and emotions. It's going to bring clarity. It's going to bring peace. It's going to restore you to factory settings. And I'm telling you, in your factory settings, there, there is no confusion. In your factory settings, there is no worry. In your factory settings, there is no anxiety. There is the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. That's what you find in those uh, factory settings. Settings. And so when he says he restores, he restores, he brings my soul back to the original uh, plan that God had for my soul. He makes it anew again. 
That's what he's saying. Praise God. He's saying your soul can be made. He can take away all the seeds and weeds of confusion that the enemy had planted in your heart so that you can be back uh, to, to, to factory settings. Now, the foundation for all of this that I'm sharing is found in one thing and one thing only. The foundation for all of this is found in God's word. God's word sets the boundaries for hearing his voice. If you're going to hear his voice clearly, you have to know his word. The word of God is the foundation uh, by which every other word, every other voice uh, comes to confirm. That the word of God is the foundation by which, you know, every other prophetic word, every other word of knowledge, it must fit in the confines of God's word. You know, I used to play sport uh, when I was in high school, and I used to particularly uh, like to play uh, basketball. And so we would play basketball. And uh, when you play the sport of basketball, they, they are uh, boundaries that they set on the court, you know, the full court. They are boundaries, depending on what you're playing on the day. You could be playing half court. If you're playing half court, then the halfway line is your boundary. And if you cross that line, you're out of bounds, and you get penalized for that. And essentially, that's what we have in God's Word. That's what we have... Uh, with us in the 66 books of the Bible. It is our boundary for, 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 for hearing God's, God's voice. You know, I remember growing up, man, we, I grew up in a, in a, in a Holy Ghost-filled uh, church. I grew up in a charismatic church. And uh, sometimes people would come with uh, words of prophecy that are just not in, in, in line with God's word. Uh, words of prophecy that don't fit the boundaries that we're talking about, the, the boundary of the, of, of the playing field that the word of God sets. And because of that, well, you see, when someone brings you a word that doesn't line up with God's word, man, you are not under any obligation to receive that word. I remember there was a prophet who called me the one time and he said, man, I just, I'm just calling you to say, that was many, many years ago, if not, you know, eight years ago, he called me to say, man, I, I saw you, uh, uh, you know, getting involved in a, in a, in a terrible crash and you, you, you died. And he said, I was at your funeral. And I said, man you know what as much as you know that that's a word you're trying to give me i'm not going to receive that word as a as a word from god i know god through the holy spirit can give us warnings and things of that nature but this this was just a prophetic word he was just trying to you know give a word so that he could perhaps bring some control or whatever you know i could sense in my spirit I've, i have the holy spirit too so I, my, my spirit didn't bear witness with it it was bringing fear and i don't believe god ministers fear uh the word of god is not a ministry of fear it's a ministry of freedom and liberty. And so I told him, I said, brother, you don't have to worry about it. Uh, Psalm 91 says uh, uh, that you will satisfy me with long life and uh, I'm good. God is my protector. A thousand will fall at my side. Ten thousand in my right hand, it will not come near me. And so I didn't receive that word. And because of that, I'm still here today preaching the gospel. And so if when people bring words, I always check that word against scripture. If you actually look at the biblical foundation of New Testament prophecy, it is given for three things. It is given given to exhort it is given to comfort it is given to encourage so three things are, are, are going to happen if you get a true prophetic word uh from from the from the bible it's supposed to bring encouragement it's supposed to bring exhortation which is you know comfort it's supposed to bring comfort it's supposed to you know uh, uh, make you feel you know connected to the lord and and bring back your focus uh onto jesus and so i say all of this to say the the boundaries for hearing God's voice is his word. 
you always have to check with his word to see if what's being said or what you are sensing on the inside of you lines up with God's word. If it violates one of God's spiritual laws, then it's not from God. Our foundation is, is God's word. Psalm 11 verse 3 says, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? In other words, we all need foundations to stand on, praise God. And God has given us his word, his written word of God, which becomes rhema, which is the quickening of that written word in our hearts. When that word is quickened in our hearts and we personalize it, man, it's the rhema toss of God's word and we can begin to walk on that. If you go and read in Second Peter chapter number 1, verse 19, you know, this is the apostle Peter talking about the experience that he had at the, at the mountain of transfiguration. And he says when he was at the mountain of transfiguration, there was something spectacular that happened. It was, it was supernaturally spectacular uh, what happened at the mountain of transfiguration. But the reason why the apostle Peter is bringing it up is because he's trying to make a point about how important God's word is. And that's what we're going to be looking at uh, right after these quick messages. Stay tuned. Don't touch the dial. This message and this book, Grace in the Marketplace, it's a game changer. You know, and if there's one thing that Pastor Tafara said that really stood with me is on the principle of faithfulness. He says, God has scattered supernatural opportunities of favor on the path of faithfulness. Man, I've applied myself in the marketplace and I'm experiencing supernatural increase, promotion, exponential growth and all this is attributed to this one principle faithfulness in your assignment i started my own business in 2016 and since then the principles that i've learned through grace in the marketplace have taken my business you know to the next level you know from learning that you know we need to cooperate with the blessing you know through diligence and generosity and man when we do that you know the records can be broken and god has shown me that i can use certain skills you know writing skills you know to start a speech writing ghost writing business for instance and many other things that god is is showing me through implementing the principles you know that are taught by pastors tafara and chipo good news faithful worship collective debut album is coming out on the 4th of june on all music streaming platforms the album features hits like Shine the Light on that tree. And Faithful Father. Look out for this amazing album on all streaming platforms from Saturday the 4th of June. Also, we're having our official album launch on Friday the 10th of June right here at Eagle's Nest. Go to our website today and reserve your seat. Come ready to praise and worship the Lord with us. Hey, welcome back. Uh, man, we were talking about hearing God's voice. We're still talking about how you can hear God's voice. Yes, you can hear God's voice. And we say that the foundation of hearing God's voice, the boundaries that God has given us uh, is his word. So every prophetic word, every word of knowledge, every word of wisdom must come and confirm and be in line with his written word. I'm telling you, man, God's written word is the foundation for every prophetic word. And so uh, we were looking at Second Peter chapter number one, verse 19, where Jesus, where, where the apostle Peter is talking about his encounter when he went up the Mount of 
transfiguration with Jesus. And uh, he, he, there was a supernaturally spectacular thing that happened at the mountain. You know, and uh, this is what he's talking about. He's saying, you know, when we were up there, uh, you know, we were trans Jesus was transfigured and we heard this voice from heaven. And this voice which came uh, from heaven, we heard uh, when we were with him in the Holy Mount. Now, what, I mean, what could be more spectacular than this voice, right? This is, this is a powerful event that took place. But here's what the Apostle Peter says. I'm reading in the King James now, 2 Peter 1, 19 to 20. He says, we have a more sure word. Wait a minute now, Peter. What could be more sure than hearing God's audible voice with your own two? I mean, what could be more sure than that? Uh, but Peter tells us uh, over here in verse 19. He says, we have a more sure word of prophecy whereunto you do well that you take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star ariseth in your hearts. That's what it says in the King James. But I want to read it in English, okay? I'm going to read it in the New Living Translation. That's, that's, that's a little more current. That's a little uh, uh, closer to the way we communicate in 2022. But listen to what it says in NLT. He says, because of that experience, verse 19, because of that experience at the Mount, right, we have a greater confidence in the message proclaimed by the prophets. You must pay close attention to what they wrote for their words are like a lamp shine, shining in a dark place until the day dawns, you know, the day of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And Christ, the morning star, shines uh, in your hearts. Above all, you must realize that no prophecy in Scripture ever came from the prophet's own understanding or from human initiative. No, these prophets were moved by the Holy Spirit and they spoke from God. And so he's talking about the importance of God's word and he says we have a more sure word of prophecy. Why? Because this prophecy did not speak from their own understanding. They spoke from God, inspired by the Holy Spirit. And this is the attitude we need to have when we are approaching God's word. It's not a historical book. Uh, though it has a lot of history, it's not a, 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 a list of do's and don'ts. Though in the Old Covenant you may see do's and don'ts, it's actually a book uh, uh, inspired by God. It's the only book that has the ability to impart life while you're reading it. You know, all the other books in the world can, can bring inspiration, but this one can bring dead things back to life. It can impart life. And so as you get into the Word of God in your daily reading, <laughs> the goal is not to finish the chapter so you can keep up with the with the bible reading program the goal is to take that word put it in your heart let it be planted in the good ground of your heart so that it can bud bring forth fruit 30 60 100 fold mark chapter number four says so that it can bring a harvest why because this word has the power to produce after its kind it's a powerful word amen if you read in psalm 119 Verse 105, uh, it talks about how important this word is. It's not just seed. This word is also light so that we don't fall on the ground in this dark, dark world that we live in. Uh, in case you didn't notice, I mean, we live in a dark world. Uh, you know, there's a lot of confusion and uh, there's a lot of chaos. And uh, man, we need the word of God if we're gonna if we're gonna walk straight in this world. Uh, it says in Psalm 119, verse 105, "Thy word or your word." By the way, Psalm 119. You go look it up. 
Psalm 119 is the longest chapter in the Bible with over 150 verses. It's long. But every verse in that chapter talks about the importance of God's word. Uh, thy word is a lamp unto my feet. The entrance of thy word, Psalm 119 verse 130. The penetration, the entrance of thy word brings light. It brings illumination. It brings a realization of, 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 of insight uh, towards the, 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 the life that we live in and the, the mysteries of the kingdom of God. But here, Psalm 119 verse 105 says, Thy word... God's word is a lamp unto my feet. Man, if you don't want to stumble, <laughs> you know how you do it? You walk by the word. You walk by the word. I remember the one time, you know, we live in a two-floor house. So our house is as two floors. And, uh, you know, usually when it's uh, basketball season, I'm a, I'm a basketball fan. I like, you know, uh, to watch the playoffs. I don't watch, you know, regular season. I like to watch the prayer playoffs. And so it was, you know, one year, I don't remember which year it was. And it was, it was the big one, right? It was the Golden State Warriors versus, you know, the Cavaliers at the time, LeBron James versus uh, Stephen Curry. And I'm a Steph Curry fan, right? And uh, so I was, I, I, you know, I, couldn't, I can't watch this in bed you know, next to my wife because she's in deep sleep and she won't let me. <laughs> so I have to walk from upstairs to go downstairs and I have to walk in the dark and then only switch on the lights when I get to the to, to, to downstairs. And so I was walking downstairs, man, I'm telling you, and then I missed a step. And when I missed a step, man, I went all the way to the ground. I mean, I fell and I had to pick myself from the floor. And, 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 and that's what happens when you're walking in the dark. When you don't walk by God's word, you're walking in the dark. You're going to have a misstep about your business. You're going to have a misstep about your health. You're going to have a misstep about relationships. Gonna, I mean, it's a life of misstepping. And I'm telling you, it wasn't a pleasant experience. And the reason why most in the world are not enjoying life and not having a pleasant experience in this life in this body is because man, they're, they're taking me steps every two steps and how do you avoid that you take the word of god and it shines a light before i'm telling you i wouldn't have misstepped if there was light but because it was dark i misstep hey when you get the word of god it becomes a lamp unto your feet a light unto your path so your feet will only always have light and always know where to walk and not only that the entire path the entire road is lit up so you're not going to have any any mistake uh, miss miss steps you're not going to have any missteps but we've got to tune into the right frequency that's what we need to do right because this word cannot be uh, uh, received and, 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 and read with a carnal mind, this word has to be read and received with a, with a spiritual mind. It says in 1 Corinthians 2.14, a carnal mind cannot receive the things of God. Why? Because they are spiritually discerned. I'm going to end with this. This is Jesus talking about the importance of God's word. And I'm going to end with this. This is powerful. I'm reading in uh, Matthew Chapter number 7 from verse 24 to 27. And I want to read this in the Message Bible. Jesus is talking about the importance of the Word of God. He's talking about the importance of the words that proceed from his mouth. And ultimately the entire Bible, the entire Word of God. You know, man, I'm telling you, the book that you have in your hand, the Bible, it's not a superstitious object. The Bible 
is a book of life, is a bag of seeds that must be planted in our hearts. Amen? I, I used to think the Bible was just a, an object that you should keep around somewhere so it can chase evil spirits away. It's the Bible itself, the book, it won't be able to do much for you if you don't take those words and plant them in your heart. Praise God. If you don't honor those words and receive them as, as, as life-giving words. And so Jesus said this. I'm going to end with this. Jesus said in Matthew 7, 24 to 27, he said, these words that I speak unto you, they are not incidental additions to, to your life. Uh, reading the message, he says, they are not homeowner improvements to your standard of living. In other words, this word, this word that we're talking about, it's not an add-on, right? It's not just Bluetooth <laughs> that you add on to your car, you know, and no, it's not just tint on the windows. No, he says this. He says, these words are foundational words, words to build a life on. This is the way we, we approach the word of God, that this is a matter of life and death. This is how I'm going to build my life. I'm going to build it on God's word. He says these words are foundational words, words to build a life on. If you work these words into your life, you are like a smart carpenter who built his house on solid rock, rain poured, uh, rain poured down, the river flooded, a tornado hit, but nothing moved that house. It was fixed on the rock. But if you just use my words in Bible studies, and there are a lot that do this. He says, if you just use my words in Bible studies and don't work them into your life, you are like a stupid carpenter who built his house on the sandy beach. When a storm, again, it didn't say if a storm rolled in. He said when a storm rolled in. Why? Because the storm is coming for all of us. Jesus said, hey, in this world you will face tribulation, So, but be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. So if you go with Tim Jesus, when the tribulation comes you can be an overcomer amen <laughs> if you go with his words you can be an overcomer he says but if you just use his words and Bible studies don't work them in your life you're like a stupid carpenter I'm not saying this this is Jesus saying Matthew 7 24 to 27 in the message Bible you're like a stupid carpenter who built his house on the sandy beach when a storm rolled in and the waves came up it collapsed like a house of cards nothing wrong with the house the only thing that was wrong with it was where it was built. And I'm telling you, sometimes you look at your life. These are, these are two different houses that were probably of, of a similar you know, design, architectural design. That was not the problem. These were probably houses with the same uh, finishings. That was not the problem. The only problem was where these houses were located, where these houses were founded. And that's what I'm saying to you, child of God, that your, your marriage needs to be founded on God's word. It may start the same way your neighbors once started, but the only way yours is going to be a success is if it's founded, grounded on God's word. If the foundation is God's word, then you have a guaranteed success. If it is not, man, it's going to collapse like a house of cards. And so I just thought to came on here uh, tonight and just encourage you with this word that the foundation of hearing God's voice is his written word. It's the logos. And when we Put that in our hearts. We have ram a word that we can live by. I trust that you were blessed with this teaching. Don't go away. Stay on. We're going to uh, show you, give you more information about how you can partner and be a blessing. Join the dream team that's helping to make this happen and change the world, change the continent of Africa, change the UK, change the United States of America with these broadcasts. And so you can be a partner by visiting faithhill.tv. A few re reminders as we as we wrap it up. 
Uh, next week, we're going to have the third uh, part, the third installment to this uh, teaching around hearing God's voice for the marketplace. It's very important that as we go into the marketplace, we are able to hear uh, God's voice. Very, very important. And so next week, that's what we're going to be looking at. Uh, but just a, a few quick reminders. The first one is uh, the album launch. Uh, the album release is on Saturday, the 4th of June, but the album launch is on the uh, 10th, Friday, the 10th of, uh, of June. So Friday, the 10th of June at Eagles Net, 6 p.m. Hey, bring everybody, but just make sure that they uh, sign up and that they book their uh, tickets because spaces are limited on our Faith Hill uh, faithyourchurch.co.za website and they must go to bookings and then go to the 10th of, uh, of June Friday the 10th of June and uh, get their free ticket there it is going to be awesome we're going to be singing all these songs on this album the album itself has 11 songs powerful songs and I know you've only heard 3 you know at most 4 uh, so most of the other songs are going to be a surprise and man they are really well written songs I believe downloads from heaven that are going to really be a blessing to you and your family as we all come together and worship King Jesus uh, with these songs that's why we write these songs uh, they are all focused on worshiping our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ Amen I think that's it I think it is it well, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining tonight. And uh, we're going to uh, see you uh, on the weekend. For some of you, God bless you. Bye-bye.